Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Time AFL podcast for round three, 2020. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is a man who regrets hanging out with Connor McKenna on Friday night. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Ah, g'day, Michael. Well, it uh, could be the last junk time for a little bit. I may have to go into a uh, self enforced quarantine. Um, Connor, we're, we're buddies. We are fucking tight. I picked him up from the airport when he got back from uh, Ireland. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, How are you, buddy? How was it? Do you think you're going to go back again? I'm happy to drop you off. I'm a good bloke. He said, come around Friday night, mate. We're going to hang out. And I was like, fucking, this is great. What a guy. And we hung out. We went to an Irish pub. We sang some uh, funny songs. I stayed at his joint. He said I could use his toothbrush. And oh, I'm starting no. to think, yeah, I'm starting to think that this has not been the greatest idea that we've ever had. And then, uh, so we came back from the pub and obviously I stayed there and I'd use the toothbrush later on. But we played a game and I've never heard of this game. It was called... Um, Whose spit is this, right? <laughs> and so what you do is you put a blindfold on and someone <laughs> spits in your mouth and you've got to try and guess who it is. Fuck, it's a fun game. It, it went for hours. Really fun game when only two people are playing. So it's a very yeah, tricky yeah. game. Very tricky game. I guessed it a lot. Uh, Kano, is that a you again? He's like, yeah. <laughs> to be sure, he said. Um, so what is going on? It's all fucking happening. The AFL's had to uh, cancel a game. Well, no, uh, postpone a game. Postpone, the Melbourne Essendon game yeah. has been cancelled or postponed from the Savo. And then they moved the Fremantle game to 8 o'clock tonight. Perfect. As Pickers would say, perfect time yeah, for footy. It is Sunday Sunday at 8.10. That's when all footballers want to be uh, kicking the... Kicking the, the pigskin around. I reckon we're going to get kind of unique and creative with uh, some of the times for these games, and I think the AFL's just said, "Hey, let's just chuck it into prime time, see what happens." But also, okay. it'd be it'd be what seven, eight, eight, ten hour time, I think, and then what six, ten Perth time. Uh, no, so they're on the Gold Coast, mate. It, it's oh, an eight, ten yeah, game. Of course, yeah, of course. Sorry, I'm an idiot. You've yeah. lost your mind, mate. They're in the hubs. Everyone's but, on the eastern seaboard. But it would still be six, ten in in Perth to get the the WA audience. You know. Oh, there you go, mate. You're, you're thinking. You think outside the box. You uh, think inside the box. You're good in the box. You're good outside of the box. You, you love your box work, mate. Um, Twenty five years in the business, mate. I know my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so uh, so they were talking today. Um, there's still people have to kind of get tested, and people are quarantining at the minute. Yes, um, uh, they say that they are focusing, I think, on the because the clubs are now divided up into groups of eight. Yep, uh, and so they're focusing on that group. I think they might be kind of more intensely quarantined than others. If uh, and they are checking out, you know, who's well. I suppose it all comes down to testing. What I'm trying to say is, it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is a nightmare because they said that he was at a uh, full training session, but that was outdoors with the full squad on yes. Friday, and they weren't worried about that. But when he went into a weight session with those other seven blokes, yes, and played who spins that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you do it in between sets. It's it's a fun game. It's a much tougher game with eight people. <laughs> much tougher. Um, so once again, Essendon brings down 
a season. You know, they had the doping scandal. They started World War Two. Mm-hmm. It's just when we're when are we going to learn that Essendon? They just they can't let things just go as normal. Well, I'm if sorry you do, to say, if you do remember, um, mm. Skeeter, the mascot, actually brought yeah. the, brought the Spanish flu to Australia. Yeah, in. exactly. Zika. He brought the Zika virus. <laughs> so this club it just can't be trusted. Yeah, Skeeter. He brought polio. That's why. Yeah. That's why in the in the fifties he spent half the year in an iron lung on the boundary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were named. They're called the Bombers because they were uh, big fans of the Luftwaffe. Um, Mm-hmm. So once mm-hmm. again, you know they picked the wrong they picked the wrong team in that battle. Oh, dude, yeah. So, uh, so and they and they were talking today on the Sunday Footy Show where I get all my news. Mm. Um, they said that if essentially, if did you know Tony Jones has really big teeth? Wait a second, I've I have not heard that. I want proof. <laughs> Seriously, I want proof, mate. If you watch it, they'll subtly mention it occasionally. You gotta you gotta really pay attention to get the references. That is not true, mate. I mean, that's like saying Billy Brownless likes a frothy. <laughs> Oh, fuck it. All right, I I take it back. (laughs) Um, So they say that uh, basically if if players test positive or have to Mm. quarantine, then you just have to go with what you've got. So if, you know, 10 players have to go and, you know, stay out of the game, then you just have to play who you play. Yeah. Yeah, so they've got to pick. They say as long as you've got 25 people available to be selected, then you the, the team's got to go ahead. So they'll have a compromised team. So, again, it just makes it even harder. The two teams who happen to get Essendon in the next couple of weeks, which I think is Collingwood and Carlton. Yeah, it's rigged. It's rigged. May get, you know, uh, a better shot at it because they've played a compromised team. Yes, also, and teams aren't playing at the home grounds, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, there, there was about three weeks ago or so when a bunch of coaches were saying, this will be the greatest premiership of all time. And what yeah. I'm trying to say is that they are fucking lying because this is the most <laughs> compromised fucking season in the history yeah. of the game. It's going to be a weird one. Do you, do, you, do you think it should go ahead? There you go. Do you, I mean, the season should go ahead, but do you think the Premier should add that to their tally? Well, I think there's going to be an asterisk no matter what. I wonder, yeah. do you get a tattoo? Like, that's the big question. Like, yeah, you walk around going, yeah, we've got a tattoo. I mean, there are obviously some players walking around with a few goofy tattoos, so yeah, it won't really yeah. bother them too much. But I wonder, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I think premierships, I always think tattoos. I mean, that's yeah, the absolutely. First thing. It's the first, yeah, yeah. It's the first thing you think about. First like, that's what, as a, as a young boy, when you were kicking a footy around <laughs> with your dad, you're thinking, just one day, can I get a <laughs> shitty premiership tattoo on my ankle? Yeah, yeah, that's always been the dream. Um, mm. Uh, so yeah, so I think it's uh it's gonna be weird, and I mean if this hopefully this is, you know, the only case, yeah, and yep. and it doesn't affect us, and well, I mean as a Hawthorne fan, I hope it fucking decimates the club, but <laughs> but I hope everyone's okay. <laughs> Absolutely, a, just have a bit of a cough. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it's weird, man. It's weird. It's, it's weird. weird. It's like your life. It's weird. It is weird. But, hey, we want to say thank you to all our uh, Patreon subscribers out there. Thank you so much for joining uh, the, the Junk Time family. You are family to us now. That's a really um, good way to put it. Yeah, the Junk Time family. Yeah. yeah. They are family. Because I often, I, uh, you know, always hit mum and dad up for money. So this is just a perfect way. Yeah, sure. For the Junk Time is to help us out. I always say a family that spits in each other's mouth together <laughs> stays together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So thank you. You can uh, you can join the family at uh, patreon.com slash junktimeaflpod. And we'd love your patronage. We really would. We do appreciate it. And yeah, thanks again. We really do appreciate it. We are recording this at uh, three minutes past five uh, Eastern Standard mm. Time. So the Crows and the um, Suns are not far away. Yep. 
five minutes past three. I, I don't know if you can read a clock. Uh, these did days. I say three Michael? minutes past five? You did. You <laughs> did yeah. So the three at the front is actually the hour, <laughs> and then the five afterwards is the minute. So that, uh, that takes it takes time to kind of get your head around it. You know, it's a new concept. I'm very well versed in Latin, so you kind of put the stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, how I, about those blue baggers? Uh, mate, you did well. You did well. It was actually. It was I actually must say, I actually was glad you guys won, and I don't. I don't say that very often because often no. when you lose, it's, it's yeah. great for the show. Yeah. But I was actually really thrilled that you won and you did it by almost fucking it up, but not fucking I know. It up. Oh, God. It was. Uh, so I went to. Um, I watched it with uh, friends of the show, Dave Thornton and uh, Mark Wilson from Jet. Clang, clang. Double clang right there. Double clang, mate. We went to the Empress Hotel, which is uh, taking bookings, and you can go and watch watch all your footy games uh, down at the Empress Hotel in North Fitzroy. Cheeky little owner from there, Rosie. Yeah, hey, get absolutely. Get free, free, free pint next time. I fucking hope so. <laughs> I hope so. But how's this, right? We were there last night, and so we we booked for eight fifteen. So I watched the first quarter at my place, and then we walked around to the pub. So you booked. So there. is that you got to book for? Take me through the process. You got to book for a meal or something like that. Yeah. So in Victoria, you still have to have a meal with you when you go to a pub. Um, so we booked at eight fifteen. I thought because at least then we can watch the rest of the game and not have to leave because they're in session. So I think it's like six o'clock session, eight o'clock. You know. And then they, you get booted. So we get there at about 8.15. I was expecting it to be, you know, pretty packed. It's a Saturday night, you know, mm. footy's on. And um, we were out in the beer garden. It was kind of fairly empty, I would yep. say. And yep. the waitress said uh, we had a whole bunch of people just cancel their bookings this afternoon. Ah, I gotcha, because that would have been Daniel Andrews coming out and saying uh, the restrictions have been lifted a little bit more. Uh, in- increased a bit more? Yeah. But, but you can't cancel a booking at a pub. I mean, fuck, it's... You're their lifeblood, and people who would have booked on Thursday go, oh, it's full. You're not going to recheck again on the Saturday night. I say, for the sake of the economy, you fucking get out there. Risk it. I I know that, but when dictator Dan... (laughs) (laughs) No, but I understand. Like, if people kind of go... He goes, you know, go from five people to... No, ten people to five people or whatever. Yeah. And 20 people to ten people. And then people will go, oh, okay, maybe I don't need to hang out and watch a a game where Carlton are going to get... Absolutely fucking flogged in a pub while having a palmer. But it worked out well for you guys. It did work out well, and I did have the palmer. And it's delicious. Get down to the Empress Hotel in North Fitzroy. Um, Eddie Betts was a, a, a was awesome in that final minute and a half, eh? Mate, he was awesome in the whole game. He yeah. was uh, easily one of our best. So yeah. it was, you know, it was just good that he... Because he was pretty quiet last week, and so it just starts to... You start to wonder. You go, well, was it a really bad, bad choice? To get a 33-year-old who did his calf before round one. Yeah, sure. And now it's been vindicated that it's a fantastic choice and he will help us easily get up to like 12th. But it was really cool. Like the kick off the ground, then the takeoff of the hold and the ball, and then yep. he ends up on the end of it for the final siren. I was like, fuck, mate, man, that was awesome. It's all, it's all about work rate. We're, that's what we do down at the Blues, mate. That's what we do. How about uh, Asava Radagalia? What was fucking going through his head? I think Kane Corns, an um, avid listener and follower, mm. I think he described it on the AFA website, which we'll get to, as the mm. dumbest thing he's ever seen on a football ground. So Tom Hawkins has had a shot from just outside 50. It goes to the goal line and Radagalia double fists it back into the field of play on the goal line. It was, it was fucking it was so bizarre. strange when he could have shepherded it through or he could or have marked, marked it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, I know they talk about shepherding it through. There was a Carlton player right there, so he actually had to touch it. Well, I actually don't think I don't quite buy that. I reckon it was going oh. over. I don't. I was. It, it was going over the Carlton ne- player's never, head. Never do that to me again. <laughs> while we're on air. 
But man, you're wandering, and then also uh, Grimes at the end, and um, uh, playing on and having a shot, which you don't begrudge him, but he kind of didn't nail it. And they, you know, it, it, yeah, it was a, a cacophony of errors, Adam. It was the ablet shot from about twenty out that he wouldn't yeah, know, when normally does, put when through. When does he fucking miss? It's uh, he was thinking about the post game donut. Well, I think he was thinking about you know, gee, I haven't hit anyone today, and it's, I'm feeling a bit itchy. <laughs> feeling a bit itchy. I want to get a want to get a lift a left hand into someone. I want to get a snipe in there. <laughs> Uh, and, the, and the Hawkers, I mean, you know, we only beat, as Alistair Clarkson said, they're not a very, they're not a great team, Geelong. And fucking Clarko, you were right, mate. They are not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I put my Hawthorne hat on, which I very rarely take off. I don't know why I'm saying I'm putting it on. <laughs> like, yeah. when I'm not wearing it. Um, but I think that was more like a, I don't think it was kind of implied as the way it was taken, but it's always fun to tee off on Clarko. But did you say yeah. that Hawthorne played the oldest team ever? In, in terms of uh, no. average players, like average age of the players, I think it was about twenty eight point seven one or something. It was, it was, I think, last week against Geelong, they played the yep. equal oldest team. Yep. And then this year, because we brought in a twenty six year old Jager and dropped a twenty one year old, they yep. lifted the average and they became officially the oldest team ever to ever play. Congratulations, the game. well done, and you won, and you won convincingly too. You fucking pants the Tigers. It's not a great headliner though, isn't it? You know, you got the oldest team ever. You go, oh shit, that's not gonna, that's not gonna go well. Although I think, well, I, I think, I mean, being a fucking idiot, I did the sums earlier, and I think if you took Burgoyne out and put a twenty-one-year-old in, then it comes down, the average comes down about half a percentage point. So, um, so one I'm sorry to say is I'm a fucking idiot. Okay, <laughs> we we are aware of that. But they were old, Adam. They were so old. Do you, do you know how old they were? How they, old were they? they? They didn't have a Gatorade Bukaki. They had a Metamucil Bukaki. That's how old Is they that were. Right? That's, Fuck, that's, that's how old, old they were. You know, they said yeah. before the game. They how tried, old were they? They tried to fire themselves up by listening mm. to the theme song from Midsummer's Murders. Okay, that's how old they were. Fuck that that's is old. How, how, how old were they? Well, they said one player made his debut <laughs> against university. Okay, that's is that right? Yeah, one player got recruited from Van Diemen's Land under-19s. That's how old they are, okay? That's, that's an old list. Yeah, two players got reported for 50 cuffmanship. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did the sums. They, uh, they've, I looked through the list. They've got 26 premiership medals between them mm-hmm. and 35 men medals for distinguished service during the Boer War. That's how old they, they were. Brother, they are old. old. They are old. That is an old team. It took me half an hour. How long did you spend on those? <laughs> <laughs> They're old. No, they wore a black armband. What, what for? After the death of their favourite singer, Vera Ling. <laughs> Oh, right. Fuck, yeah. that is old. Yeah, in the player profile, uh, mm. one guy said his favourite food was bread and dripping. Uh, his <laughs> his favourite drink was mulled wine. And his favourite TV show was Studio 10. That is old. Fuck, <laughs> that, that is, is old. I didn't realise they were that old, mate. This team <laughs> is in trouble. Are they still old or are we? Well, they won by 32 points. And one player uh-huh. said it was great to win by XXXII points. That is old. Yeah, no, that, that guy is, is really old. That's a second Latin joke today. Yeah, two. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, God. I'm going to give up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, what, were the, what, uh, what were the skills like on Friday, Thursday night? Friday night. When did you guys play? Thursday. Thursday night, yeah. yeah. Thursday. No, I think what were the fine. skills? So it was under lights. Was there much, you know, ball handling? Because Eddie Maguire came out this week and said that uh, he thinks the balls are too slippery. That's right, yeah. So he reckons that he's not totally sure is it the case of... Because I actually wonder this as well. When they have the balls in the basket that they throw yep. out after a goal or point or whatever, yep. are they are they brand new balls or are they balls that have been kind of worn in as such? 
A question without I'm, notice. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, fucking hell. I'm going to say that they are not the balls that they're kicking in the warm-up. So I'm going to say they're almost brand-new balls. And don't forget now, around the grounds, there's balls on, like, each flank. That's because if right. it goes into the if it goes into the um, stands, and they just grab that ball. So there's probably running about a dozen new balls, and I suppose they would all be with that hard lacquer on it. And also, I, I haven't seen it in round two or three, but in the first round, weren't they dumping them in a bucket of disinfectant as well? I don't know. I know the, the rugby league tried that. I don't know if we okay, were doing that gotcha. as well. Okay, okay. Never question me ever fucking it again, okay? <laughs> um, so he was saying the balls too. So there's Max Gorn and Jack Rewalt on AFL 360. Yep. Um, uh, or as I like to call it, AFL CCC. Oh, this is a toughie. VX? I think I'm right. Um. No, VX, 5X, five, five that's wrong. You're wrong. Uh, it's L, 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 X. Okay, there we go. Um, Jesus, Michael. No, that, you're Roman numerals, you're fucking, you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> they said that they found it a bit trickier to catch the yellow one than the red one, but also made the point that they're usually playing later in the day with the yellow yeah. one. Therefore, you know, the bit of dew on the ground, all that kind of stuff. It's wetter. But you know what it's like when you get a brand new Sharon that's really pumped up? It fucking can really hurt. If you don't kick it in the right spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I actually generally am confused. Like, actually, do they um, uh, wear it in? But um, maybe it's time we change the shape of the ball. Maybe Change the shape? Yeah, make it easier mm-hmm. to catch. It's like a square. Make it a cube. A cube? A cube's easier. I've never, I've never sort of... I suppose if someone throws you a box, you always catch it. You never drop a box, do you? No, no. And, um, and, and multiple times a day, someone throws me a box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I can't walk down the street. But we go, hey, Chamber, catch it. I'm like, got it. Oh, mate, mate, you're the Levi Casbold of boxes. You just <laughs> clunk them. Nothing can lose your. What about? Because he was talking like, because uh, remember the Burley ball, the WA ball, it had yes. that sort of the, the um, yeah, the like almost like a basketball does that sort of rippled, yeah, um, like a rugby ball surface, like a rugby ball does, or like an American football ball does, like uh, many many balls around the world yeah, too, a golf ball. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Actually, I'm picking up a theme here. <laughs> like yeah. every fucking ball in yeah, the NFL ours. <laughs> yeah. has like shit that makes you be better at the game. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what a curious scenario we've walked into. Yeah, so we just what do we do? We cover it in lacquer yeah. and make it super slippery. So make it as shiny as possible and pop a sticker yeah. for a merch, for a company on it. Well, I reckon that the would that add to it? Like would that because that has to, that's not a rough surface. That's another shiny surface you're putting on top of the ball. Yeah, for sure. I think back in the day, I think it might have been the uh, second semi of 1993 when mm-hmm. they were the first time they did chuck the McDonald's sticker on the ball. Oh, yeah. And I think it was just generally a sticker. And so uh, I think. Is that people, right? I think people had a few issues with that. Like it wasn't kind of part of the ball. Yeah, right. Um, if I can just bring up random advertising facts from 1993. <laughs> I, really, I really should be on Gruen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think a cube or make it round. Making it round would be easier to catch. Well, just and, have and, a round and, ball. And the good thing is, like, no other game in the world no. um, has a round ball where you kick it with your feet. So, that's very yeah, handy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We can be pioneers once again <laughs> and own the sport. And you know what, Michael? It's a true bounce. Like, a, a round ball doesn't get away from you. Stephen Milne kicks that goal. St Kilda's got two premierships with a round ball. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, dude. So, there you go. Um, can I uh, tee off for a second? Yes, please. Yeah. I love a good Michael Chamberlain tee off. Fuck, you, you're on fire today. You, 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 you're ripping out your Roman numerals. You're getting times wrong. The, uh, the AFL website. 
And junk timers, oh. can you tweet us in or email us in? Junk time AFL pod at Gmail and uh, junk time AFL pod on Twitter and junk time AFL pod on Facebook and um, Snapchat and TikTok and um, uh, Bumble. Um, do you find it fucking confusing? The AFL website? Yeah. This year, it's gone, it's gone like a complete uh, rebrand and it's fucking woeful. I've like got no idea what's going on. Because you used to just go to it and you would see the games across the top, who was coming and playing in this particular round. But now yeah. you've got to go in and try and find that. And it's just, it's not easy. And then also you have to kind of, I've got it up here. And so you click on Thursday. So you have yep. the Thursday game. Then you got to click on Friday. Then Saturday and Sunday. When last time it was just, I think it was up at the top of the uh, top of the screen. I think yeah, the it games was and the results. And you just click yeah, on. It's that. almost it's almost like they've taken they've said the games are the least important, but let's put uh, all our videos on the front page with fucking Kane Corns and is it Mitch Cleary who's on the uh, AFL website right. and then Kane all Corns these right shows. Front. But then it's like the news, and I'm like trying to find the news, and it's like. Fucking all these videos. I'm like fucking going down to editors' picks. Who's the editor? Who is the editor of the AFL <laughs> yeah. website? Name and then names, more please. news. There's more news. And then we're scrolling down. And then we kind of get to videos. And then now the coronavirus updates. And it's like, oh, geez, Rosie's fucking ruined everything for yeah. the game. It's so confusing. Ugh. Lift your game, AFL. That is why we have refused to be involved with them over all these years. <laughs> and <laughs> it's going to, our uh, partnership will not. Um, be coming if you don't lift your game. Uh, Mark Rusciuto. Loved it. Fucking loved it. Teed off, went hard. Just And what I loved, so basically uh, he was on his radio show. Isn't it great when uh, people on boards and high up at clubs have radio shows and they don't ever get themselves into any kind of trouble with that <laughs> at all? Um, beware, beware, though. Mark Rusciuto will, will kill you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there, there, Whatever you're well, about to there, say. There is that. He came out and basically uh, talked about the Adelaide players that had left since the 2017 Grand Final and went through their um, wages mm. and how much uh, they're getting paid overs and that it doesn't bother them. Like he said, Jake Lever's on 800 grand. He's only a 500 grand a year player. Uh, Mitch McGovern, he's gone to Carlton on 800. And he goes, has he really done much at Carlton? No, he hasn't. And it's kind of like, whew, fair whack. You know, Alex Keith. He said we didn't, you know, we couldn't pay him what Footscray were offering him. He said the only one they wanted to keep was Charlie Cameron. Yeah, and uh, and said that with Danger they didn't really even get to money because he just wanted to go home in general, which was going to yeah, he know, said he was going to happen you know for that year before yeah. it wasn't it? Yeah, he was always going to Mogs Creek, and I think they knew that. So all the people kind of came out and teed off at him. So Kingy had a crack, Caro had yep. a crack. Yep. Um, the manager of one of the players he came out and had Colin a crack Young. As well. Yes, he was the manager of uh, Charlie Cameron and Mitch McGovern, and he was like. Well, I think it may be due to the fact that you had a really shitty um, postseason camp. Well, yes, yes. So a few people, made, the manager made the point. He said, "Yeah, there are a couple of players that I think he looked after, and they said we don't want to do the camp." Rue made the point that after the 17 Grand Final, that they yep. had a, a stacked um, salary cap, and so if they, if you know, they wanted to pay that money to people, they would have to get rid of other people. Um, yeah, but he says that, and then they went and got Bryce Gibbs on a huge amount of money. It's uh, he's uh, he's very selective there, Rue. And I know uh, Michael Chamberlain. I know you hate his guts, and you said if you ever see him in the street, that you will uh, <laughs> punch him in the face. And yeah. I, I stand by you yep, for saying sure. that. So yeah, I'm going to bring Josh Carfer back up, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so pretty much every media commentator had a crack. Uh, mm. Gary Lyon, uh, Ross Lyon, Robbo. I mean, when Robbo 
draws oh, a line in the sand. You know, yeah. you know, you fucked up. Yeah. But it's kind of funny, like, because I think then there's also the implication that you know you, you're at training the next day and people are like, wait a second, are you making eight hundred fifty grand? Do you reckon the players talk about how much each other makes? Have you ever been in a work environment where people talk about money? Uh. I guess at work, I just assume... No, I haven't. No, yeah. I, I, do I just don't go there. Doing gigs or whatever? Like, do you kind of think to yourself, that person's getting that and I'm getting that and we're doing the same job? Do you ever think that? Yeah, I, I have done that, yeah. And actually, yeah, I've known that other people have gotten more because they have better management than me because I am my manager. Yeah, gotcha. But also... And I'm like, like oh, you're I should probably, have asked for more. They're probably way more talented than you. Yeah, well, there is, there is that a little bit. Um, yeah. Well, okay, why don't we say right now how much mm. we earn a year? Okay. I'm on about uh, 750 grand <laughs> just from junk time alone. Yeah, sure. Actually, yeah. well, actually, I, I won't say it myself. I'll just get rude to say it on the radio tomorrow morning. <laughs> um, can I look at the uh, uh, NBA, for example? Because they, and I actually don't know about the NFL or the other American leagues, but they actually list the salaries of the players. Is that right? Yeah, so you can actually look at the list. So at the top, um, Steph Curry on... <laughs> Brace yourself. Forty million <laughs> two hundred and thirty one thousand seven hundred and fifty eight dollars. So it's not so, a bad salary. But I mean, you know, I can see that online and but people walk down the street and be like, Hey, you're on forty million dollars which I think makes it a bit of pressure when you're walking past people on the street and they go, Hey man, you know, I need yeah. to, you need to get a room for the night. Can you spare yeah. me five bucks? And you go, Oh, I haven't got money on me and they go, Um, you made forty million dollars yeah, but you don't from carry your salary alone. You don't carry 39 mil around with you just in case someone's going to be on the street. Uh, the, the NFL definitely do. I think the Premier League are pretty open about how much everyone earns. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so interesting. Le- Le- LeBron's on seven. He, sorry, he's seventh on 37. Yep. Um, okay. And I look down the bottom. So I think there's 525 players, I think, listed. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Porter Jonte, I think, from Memphis. And he's on 197. 933. So 200 grand for the lowest paid player. Yeah, yeah. Geez, that's a huge discrepancy from... Obviously, Steph Curry is the best, but that's that's a lot of uh, difference. Actually, you're on the list. You're number 14. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it says you're on 32 million. Wow, you are doing very well. I am doing I exceptionally you were lying. Well. Yeah. Mate, speaking of lying, Collingwood lied to their players after the 2010 grand final draw. Can you believe that, Michael? First off, can I fucking respect that segue for Thank a moment? Thank but you. yeah, so they talked about how they had an in, a kind of a blood sample where they kind of... Yeah, sh- so Heathshaw was saying there was a little prick on the finger, blood taken, and it measures some muscle damage after a game. So um, yeah, they would say, they would know um, how hard the players have gone, you know, what kind of recovery they needed to do. And he said uh, after the grand final, they were pretty bad because he, the guys had gone in hard. So Mick Malthouse and fitness guru David Butterfant decided to lie to the boys and say they weren't that bad, that we were fresh and ready to go. And he says, we believe them and it worked out pretty well. It did work out a treat, yeah. Like, it's actually quite... A- I, do, I do not like the idea of lying to footballers, Michael. <laughs> like, what if, you know... Heath Shaw thinks, oh, I'm, I'm fine. I don't need eight hours sleep. He only gets seven hours sleep and then he has a, a shit of a game. Like you just, you can't, you just can't risk that kind of thing. I mean, I find absolute honesty is, mm. and I, I mean, I know when I go to a game, mm. I provide absolute honesty to 
everybody on the field. <laughs> like, exactly. Well, when I see Razor Ray make a bad call, mm. I let him know about it because I know that will make Razor Ray a better, better umpire and ultimately mm. a better person. Mate, it's a learning experience for everyone <laughs> to hear that you're a fucking low dog motherfucker. He goes, well, there's a reason that he thinks that, and yeah. that's because I gave a bad decision. Yeah, Next for time. sure. And so, you know, in that moment, Razor Ray kind of internalizes it and says, yeah. how can I be a better contributor to society? Because yeah. that guy currently being dragged out of the stadium by security. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> who is telling me that he knows where I live, yeah. He, he knows where my kids go to school. <laughs> He's just wanting to make me a better person. And you know what? He's become a better umpire for it, Michael. So he thanks you. Uh, there are some Amazon docs coming out, man. Oh, I love a good doco. Who on? What have we got? So Talk to me. Uh, have you watched the test, the cricket one? You know what? I still haven't watched it. And I should because I love cricket. And it would be right up. Uh, I have an alley. And that would be right up it. It's a very entertaining um, uh, doco series of uh, uh, mainly about Australia's tour of England last year. Um, yes. Uh, directed by uh, Adrian Brown, who is yes. uh, EP at the front bar where Rosie works. Watch front bar. Um, so they've got a bunch of ones that they're going to do for players. So Rory Sloan. Okay. Uh, Coniglio. Oh, and can mm-hmm. I say... Fucking chucking Nick Haynes into the uh, the toss the other day. I fucking loved that. You did? You I loved did. it? I did love it. I don't know if it's I good. don't know how I'd feel if that was my team, but I was like, yeah. it's not my team, so I don't really have to think about the moral consequence consequences of it. But I was like, yeah, I did actually, I actually really did like that. So the backstory to that is that uh, Marcus Bontepelli he fractured Haynes's larynx I last know, year in dude. a game. Fuck, that's gotta hurt. What my a nightmare. God. Yeah, and so um, the Giants got their payback in the in the final last year, but then they sent Nick Haynes to toss the coin with Bont uh, Friday night, mm. and uh, yeah, it's fucking great. He should have just like thrown the coin in his face and just like you know spat in his. I oh, know spat in his mouth. That's a that's a game. That's a fun game. <laughs> but it was it was a feisty game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, it was good fun. It was good fun, and we. I mean, we never glorify violence on the football field at this game. Uh, no. on this pod, we would never do that. No. But it was. Uh, uh, and they do talk about, you know, this being a bit of a kind of... They're building up, like, the uh, rivalry yes. during the week. And it has been quite uh, quite a good rivalry. How many jumpers do you reckon... Question without notice. How many jumpers do you reckon they've got spare for such incidents? Because there were quite a few ripped Guernseys on Friday night. I'm going to go with three. I think three for each. Okay. Yeah, because I reckon... I reckon two's got not... got to back en- up. I reckon two's not yeah. enough. Yep, yep. And then and then also let's not forget blood rule and stuff like that. Or you know, getting blood on oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think that Yeah. And you, would they would they just would the, think, you fucking idiot. <laughs> would the team have just spares, you know, with like number fifty eight on it and just go, mate, we're out of yours, pop this on for a little bit. And then do you have to do you have to tell the like an official that you've changed your number? I think you do. I think there actually is the rule that we have to kind of, you know, inform the officials if you come back with a different number. Yep. Um so you're not hiding on the ground and they're going, Bloody hell. 58's playing great. Um, <laughs> Who's he? The only thing I, f- I felt bad for, you know, with the fractured larynx, the only thing I felt bad about Nick Haynes is that when he went, to, they tossed the coin, he had to put that electric thing to his throat and go, hey, <laughs> Dales. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Coniglio. Uh, we got it's going to be a bit shit following Rory Sloan around because he's, uh, he's injured at the moment, so he's not even playing. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I, I, I imagine they... They go to the, a bunch of people. I mean, the, yep. the big question here is like, who said no? You know, 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, you know, what are the names that you would want to see? I mean, and it's, I don't know if it's a blessing or a curse, but they are in a unique season. So it's like, would you prefer Rory Sloan doing a year in Adelaide or, you know, in the hub and all that kind of stuff? Well, I guess you only really want one in the hub because they've got Nick Natanui as well. So he's in the hu- in the same hub. So you're going to get sort of the same-ish stories, whereas you'd prefer, obviously, that they were back in their own cities. So you're going to get, you know, two hub stories. You go, well, I already watched Nick Nats. Um, we've got Eddie Betts. Yep. Uh, Peggy and who else? Peggy O'Neill. We've got Stewie uh-huh. Drew. Stewie oh, Drew. Yeah. Which actually, for the, for the Gold Coast, actually, like he actually probably is the kind of the highest profile person right now. Um, but... I do want to watch it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And for what reason is that, Michael? We're about to make a lot of fat jokes about (laughs) Stewie. Just opening up the scenes, like, uh, it's early morning on a Monday. Stewie's at the train. (laughs) It's seven o'clock in the morning. And he's just ducking through the the McDonald's drive through. (laughs) Krispy Kremes. Mr. Jew, the regular. And he's chewing. So it's like, yeah. After, tra- after training, Chewy Drew relaxes <laughs> at the Hawks Breath Cafe <laughs> where they have a match committee. Yeah. <laughs> More curly willy fries, Mr. Duke. <laughs> Keep him coming. Keep him coming. You know I want him. <laughs> on the way to training at, eight, yeah. eight, 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 at recovery, 8am on the Gold Coast Beach, Chewy decides to compete <laughs> in a <laughs> hot dog eating competition. <laughs> Uh, and on game day, the match official goes, oh, Mr. Jew, this team sheet seems to have mayonnaise <laughs> all over it. We're going to need another one. After the game, the Gold Coast lost by 50 points and Stewie was devastated because halfway through the second quarter, they ran out of pies. <laughs> oh, but dude, where's our fucking doco from Amazon? Hey, following us through the year. I mean, how good would that be? I think uh, people would want to know what podcasters do in the, like, just the effort and the time that goes into an episode of Junk Time. Like, you, people I mean, wouldn't believe it. I mean, people heard my Hawthorne old jokes earlier. I mean, that, yeah, that stuff took literally minutes. Mate, they, they don't write themselves. <laughs> I mean, they could, and they sound like they were, they, but they, they weren't. Yeah, they should have maybe been farmed out to a funny yeah. person. Hey, uh, footballers in real life, man. Hit me. Uh, one here from Sam. G'day, junk time. Uh, an older one here, but I was over in the States for a holiday last November. In brackets, I'm doing a very well. Yes, you are, my uh, friend. Remember those days when you could go to a whole different country? Yeah, fuck, man. Yeah, actually, that's really interesting. Yeah. Mm. Can we Can we, Can we? we leave the country? Uh, yes, I, be- I believe you can. Yeah. yeah. But can then you've got to quarantine for 14 days wherever you land, I think. Can people come in? Well, Again, I think so, but it, they're supposed to quarantine. I think they're put in a hotel for 14 days, perhaps. I'm not sure. Yeah, gotcha. And um, if you come in on uh, a cruise ship, then you should be turned away because, one, you chose to be on a cruise ship. Yeah, very good point, and actually. Yeah. two, you're filthy and uh, diseased. Uh, I flew into LA, uh, landing at 8 a.m., picked up a hire S- car and drove Mate, that, that, that's a six. Oh. Are you dyslexic today? No, I've got the computer kind of far away. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Uh, Oh, but it was pretty close when you needed your jokes, wasn't it? (laughs) I'm leaning in. Look at that. I'm like, because I lean back and anyway. 
Um, I flew into LA, landing at 6am, uh, picked up a hire car and drove to my accommodation. Would you have yep. the uh, confidence to drive around in LA, kind of from the airport? Uh that's a very good question. Probably not if it was my first time there, but I drove from LA to San Fran and that okay. was fine. Like getting out of LA was a little bit of a shit, but just once you get onto that um, sort of the main road that gets you out to Malibu, then it's all kind of fine. But yeah, it's it's pretty hectic. Mm. Um, I had the whole day to kill, so I decided to go for a walk and check out the area. Uh, it was fucking hot <laughs> and I was j- lagged to shit. <laughs> um, so I thought I'd go into a store and grab myself a Coke. There you go. As I came out, there were two huge men standing right outside the door. Marcus Bontempelli and Josh Dunkley. The doggies. Uh, I don't know what they were doing. They just seemed to be loitering on a street corner. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like... That sounds like... That's classic Bont and Dunk. (laughs) Classic Bont and Dunk. That's what they get up to together. I mean, I always find when I go away, you know, have a few overseas joints, the thing I love the most is just like... Loitering. Not seeing the sights. It's just like... Yeah, kind mm. of just What's the point? hanging out, you know. I often carry a skateboard, just kind of, you know, make the loitering oh, yeah. seem a bit more seedy, I Legit, suppose. Legit, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I wouldn't normally say anything, but I was so shocked to see them in LA that the words Marcus Bontempelli just came out of my mouth. Uh, I forgot who Josh Dunkley was until I looked him up later. Yeah, it's fair enough. But yeah, I remember that. I remember walking down Chapel Street in Melbourne um, and... Uh, it was about three days before the grand final in 2013 mm-hmm. and I saw Jared Ruffhead um, at the front of a fish and chip shop and I just spontaneously just went, Ruffy! And, he didn't and what did he, he say? He didn't hear me. He was talking to other people. Oh, but okay. it was that thing that just kind of came out of my mouth. Yeah. It was like, um, this is years ago now, so my niece would have been about three, I reckon. Mm-hmm. And she was having a coffee with a... Uh, well, she wasn't having a coffee, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, I hope not. My um, my sister just took her to a cafe and they were just kind of hanging out. And Jared Ruffhead was doing an interview, like on the table next to Oh, yeah. And, uh, and my niece just like very loudly just went, Mummy, 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 it's Ruffy. That's cute. He would have loved that. Yeah, he turned around, gave a smile. Uh, I asked about their trip and about how many times they'd been recognised. It was four in a month. Okay. And they asked about my trip. It was a very pleasant exchange. Oh, well, that's very nice. Good on you. You Bond expect that. They seem like nice boys. Except for the, you're lucky you didn't fracture your uh, larynx. But apart from that, I think you got away. I reckon when the players go away, I reckon they would get recognised a bit. Um, I think it was Andrew Gaze on SDN years ago. He said that when he's walking down the street in Australia, they're just like, "Oh, hey, Gazy, how are you?" But he said yeah. whenever he's overseas and he's to, and Australian sees him, they're like, "Gazy." <laughs> <laughs> well, I hung out with the Port. Adelaide players in Thailand at the end of, I think it was like 2007 or 8, they were on their postseason trip. So I just like, hey, I work on before the game. And we just hung out and had beers. I don't think you've told that story before. No, I don't think I have either. Yeah. What happened? What did you get up to? Like, uh... oh, We were just at a bar in, in um, Koh Samui. So we just sort of hung out with the players. It was uh, Chad Corns and he was the one that I remember the most from that era. Um, maybe... Dean Brogan was there. Mm. There's a few others. Yeah. So, yeah, we just kind of hung out. That was, that was really nice. And how long did it take for them to be like, oh, hey, mate. Yeah, no, we're just, um, yeah, we're just, <laughs> we're just hanging out with our mates. We yeah. just want to, you know, just, yeah. just have quite a beer. Gonna, yeah, yeah just, we're just going to cha- probably change bars. Yeah, we're just like, um, we're just oh, going to sh- go to that s- 
See that seat over there, the other side of the bar? We're going to go sit over there. Yeah, oh, you look really tired. I reckon you should yeah. go back to hotel and... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hit the road. We are Junktime FL Pod at Gmail and Facebook, Twitter and the Gram. Go Hawks. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.